Hi, I'm Crystal. Hey, I'm Anne. We are starting a podcast, apparently. Yes. <laughs> and tell us what we're called, Anne. Welcome to Privileged Dating. And why are we Privileged Dating? Well, we're both lawyers. And, and something's privileged, it's confidential, but exactly. I don't think much is going to be confidential here. I don't think so. And so, we live in an area that's filled with privilege. And we're super lucky to be friends and yes. to have a chance to put ourselves out there in the dating world after both of us had marriages that didn't go as planned. <laughs> is that a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah. We're out there, we're dating, and we're, we have a lot of stories to tell. Some better than others. That's so true. Yours better than mine. <laughs> not true. <laughs> At least for now. Not that it's a competition, but I have a lot to learn from you, Anne. So, um... Well, yes, we, we are both here in a privileged place. We both are lawyers. We both have two kids. Yep. We both have ex-husbands. <laughs> that we do. And we both are on dating websites. I'm on Bumble and Stir, which I have a lot of complaints about. Okay. And have done Hinge and Facebook dating in the past, but wasn't as into those or didn't like those as much. Okay. And frankly, can't remember my login for Hinge or I'd get back on that one. <laughs> and what are you on? I'm on Match, Hinge, and The League. What about Bumble? No, I'm not on Bumble. Weren't you on Bumble? Nope. I've never been on Bumble. Oh, Bumble man. is too pro-feminist for me, as you know. So <laughs> we are going to talk about what we have in common and what we have apart, or the ways in which Trish, uh, all things are wrong. Um, so Bumble is yeah. too feminist. Well, it requires too much initiative by the girl all you have to say is hi and send that emoji with the hands out that's supposed to be hugs but i think they're right. dress and it, it's not it's not necessarily just the way it's structured but it's also about who it attracts and the okay. core audience and the type of man it attracts and the type of girl it attracts is it attracting men who want me to do all the work which kind is of. why i'm doing all the work and getting everything wrong exactly okay let's that's talk let's start talking about our differences okay our differences <laughs> oh before we go there let's set it up by talking about who we are okay let's set up our backgrounds first so we know each other because we were part of a bible study yes. with our families yes. and our kids are when we were in intact marriages in intact marriages <laughs> and our kids are awesome and yes. they're really good friends and they are just great sources of joy and we were both in biracial marriages. Yes. So have beautiful biracial children who just Yay. light up our, our lives <laughs> um, and are exhausting. So it's nice to have a break because I when I was in a relationship, I never had one. And now sometimes my kids go to their dad's house and I get time with you. Yay. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> and so that's what we have in common. What else do we have in common? We both went to the same undergrad school. Wahoo. Love Virginia. <laughs> and we both went to law school. Did you go straight out? Uh, I, I spent a little time in the banking industry. Okay. You are so smart. Um, I went straight through. Okay. And we ended up in the same area, in the same church, making the same friends, doing similar type of things. We are in Northern Virginia, right outside D.C. Which is a really privileged place to be. It is very privileged. Yes. It's expensive to live here. Mm -hmm. The area doesn't experience much in the way of downturns. There are always jobs. Homes are expensive. Yeah. Okay. So that's what we have in common. I feel like we have a common sense of humor. We have a common approach to dating in some ways. In that when we go out to bars together, you do a great job of picking up men that I'm interested <laughs> in, and I'm grateful for that. Um, but maybe that, that might be the extent. And I we're think, both dating online. Maybe that's another I think we check the boxes. Like, all the things on paper 
we are like the same person. Yes. We went to the same school. We're both lawyers. We both dated biracial men. We both have two Kids children around the same age, going through the same things. area. We, we are in the same stage of life, but we're so different. Yes. We are different people. So let's talk about those differences, <laughs> Anne. Um, you are on dating websites that require you to have more thought that let the men initiate. Yeah. Um, I feel like for a while we were both going out on a ton of first dates. Yes. Um, I would tend to have more second and third dates where you were really good about knowing right away that you were a great man, but I'm just not feeling it. Or right. this is right. I felt able to be your friend. You were, you were very good at filtering. Yeah. Um, and I recently have been just swamped with all the things. So have not been as active online dating. And, and I think that's I have, cool. it's been nice to have a little bit of a break. Um, but I don't have as many dates set up coming up now. And I'm feeling like, what am I doing wrong? Or what am I doing differently? So, and I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about what should I do about this? Or how should I do this? Because you do a really good job of helping me second guess my life choices <laughs> in, in like a loving way. Okay. Um, so part of the reason that we're doing this podcast is so that Anne can teach me. Um, and we won't oh, just have on. to go out to bars and you pick up random people for me. Uh, although that's been great. So thank you. Well, um, let me ask you, what is your approach to dating? Like, who are you looking for? What is your style? Like, what what is it that you want? I want a life partner. I want someone so who I can, of course, spend every single day with. Yeah. Have my own interests, but have a lot in common with. I want someone who loves my kids and wants to raise them with me. And I want someone, I, hopefully he would have kids too, because okay, I've always wanted to have a big family. Sorry, you need to get more specific. More specific. I would like to date. A man who doesn't cheat on me. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought we weren't talking about We're not. I'm not getting specific. The idea of having someone who is faithful and committed to me just sounds amazing. Okay, that's a low bar. That's a low bar. So really what I'm hoping to learn from this this amazing podcast that we're working on is how to set the bar a little bit higher. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that I know when I see it, but I want someone who I can spend forever with and who maybe, I can be myself with. Maybe we need to sit down and have a, a list of things that you're looking for. Okay. Maybe that might help. Sure. Well, how about you give me an example? What are you looking for, Anne? So I already know that I'm looking for a successful man. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's one of our differences. <laughs> <laughs> you, you want an unsuccessful man. It would be great <laughs> if I had a man who was successful, but I'm not at a point where, and, and I, I could be very wrong with this. So if you have a, if you're a man listening to this, you have a man listening to a dating podcast and you have a whole lot of money and you think it sounds awesome, uh, that's fine. But I also, I'm doing well enough on my own that yeah. as long as it's someone who's happy. And the other thing is we are both lawyers, but I am in a public sector where I don't make very much compared to a lot of my friends from law school. That's true. We're, we're, we're in different areas of law. So. And so I think for me to expect someone to make more than I do is maybe asking a little much, whereas I've been able to pursue a career that I'm passionate about, that I love, that I'm excited to go to work every day. And most of my colleagues who have gone into higher paying legal jobs uh -huh. are miserable at work, but happy with their life. And I think I'd have a hard time being in a relationship with someone who wasn't passionate or excited about what they do during the day as well as their hobbies outside of work. Okay. So I'm one of those lawyers. <laughs> Did <laughs> I just describe you? I was a corporate lawyer and I feel like work is a means to an end. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm not passionate about my job. Like I you're great at it. I can tell that you, for you, your job is a calling. My job is a calling. That's and exactly that's right. Amazing. And I would and so I'm so envious of that. Like, I'd be worried if I were in a relationship with someone who was not in a job that was a calling that they would hold that against. Do you know how rare that is? 
So really when you say I have a low bar, I have way too high of a bar because I want someone who is equally as excited and passionate about what they do. Booyah. Do you care about that? Is that important? That's important. The guy has to like love what he does. I think he has to have something that he's passionate about that he spends most of his time on. So like lifting weights, that can be... (laughs) Can that be his thing that he cares about? Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> it can be. If that's what they're really passionate mm-hmm. about. But I also would hope that it's something that's bigger than themselves. So if it's lifting weights in order to help other people get strong, mm-hmm. maybe. If it's you're just so about them and their own. You're so principled. If it's just about their driven. So and yeah. I just can't, I can't relate to that. Okay. So so <laughs> on your list, top of your list is a successful man. But, whereas but I'm I have, saying you could be homeless, but you gotta love it. <laughs> oh man! You have to listen to my reason. It's not just because me. I want a man with money. No, no, no. I know. So, also, you have a very high standard. Like, yeah. I think you would intimidate anybody who isn't very successful in their career. So I've been told that I'm intimidating, and I do not want to be intimidating. But <laughs> okay, the reason why I'm looking for a successful man is because as a woman lawyer, mm-hmm. I want a man who. Okay, so so this goes back to my father. Okay. Right. I know nothing about your family. We'll Tell talk about us. that. We'll talk about that. <laughs> to the extent that my, we can. My dad growing up told me that it's important when you look for a mate or for a partner to find a guy who is happy in his work and successful in his job because mm-hmm. men derive their sense of self and their self-esteem from their jobs. Women, not so much because women have other things like their kids and their relationships. It's a lot less important for women. I'm not saying it's not important, but women don't have that. Their core sense of self isn't as tied to their jobs as it is for men. So I feel like this is where I need to cut you off and add something for our lovely listeners to know is that you have on many occasions kindly told me that I am masculine. So as you said that, I thought, okay, so men tie their worth and their their happiness and their, their sense success. of self yeah self-esteem. Okay. yeah so in that regard if that is accurate which i have every reason to believe that it is because you're smart and you said it and you listen to your father who sounds like a lovely man perhaps that is a way that i'm masculine <laughs> that's because not, I do that's not why, but that's not why i'm saying that you're masculine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's many more reasons but that will be for podcast number two three, four as to why crystal is super masculine um even saying that i'm like oh my voice is getting lower <laughs> so okay thank you so that's one of the reasons. And then number two, like in addition to what my father has told me mm-hmm. about men and their, you know, sense of self and self-worth being tied to their jobs, their success mm-hmm. at work, I think that's important for a man. Number two, because I'm a lawyer and because I make a certain amount of money and I am, have achieved a certain level of success myself, I want to feel like the man I'm with is at least as successful as I am so that mm-hmm. I can respect him and have balance in the relationship because for me, it's important that he not feel emasculated by my success and by where I am in life, in my career. That makes sense. So I want to be with a guy who is successful. So that's why I look for that. And that's really hard. And that yeah. narrows the pool significantly. And yet, for me, you've been finding really successful men I who do. you have a lot in common with and go on great dates. Y- yeah, but I filter, I filter really hard on... Mm-hmm job first and then whereas i've got on dates with men who don't have jobs <laughs> that's not true yes it is i'm talking to one right now he's unemployed he's in between work oh god <laughs> <laughs> so our approaches are slightly different there's that 
Okay. We'll have to talk about that. Yes. <laughs> about his lack of a job? Yeah. Or where we're going to go so, on the so first that... date for ice cream. <laughs> so that's what I'm looking for. Okay. okay. First and foremost, I'm looking for a successful man. Okay. And then because of the respect issue and, you know, career and success and all these things. Mm-hmm. And because I'm a very driven person, mm-hmm. as you know, yes. I need him to at least match my level of drive and ambition and all these things. So I feel like I'm looking for a match, but not of ambition and drive but like passion and energy and excitement and that's all awesome. that you really care about so yes. i think that's so cool that's kind of because your values driven who i am and where principled you you volunteer you do amazing things so that makes sense to me okay so the bar's not that low it's not the bar's low. coming no, out no but you can't date unemployed men <laughs> date or keep dating <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to be taking notes. I can't date unemployed men. Um, another thing that you've told me that I can't do is I can't pay on dates. You cannot pay. Why is that, Anne? Because you have to make the man feel like he is making an investment in you. Why is that important? Because otherwise, he will view you as being low value. He will not feel like you're worthy. There's like all sorts of psychology behind it, which I need to hear more about because I've always let offer to pay on the first date. Why? Because I don't expect someone to be a provider for me. I want someone who's a partner. And if you set that up from the first date, you can never go back. You can never have him be paying. But I don't want somebody who's always like taking out their, I was going to say checkbook. So clearly <laughs> I'm dating in the right era because I know what I'm talking about. And that's the other thing. I'm, I'm dating younger men and you tend to be dating a little bit older. Older. Men. Yeah. Yeah. So we have very different approaches. No, that's interesting. Why do you date younger? Um, cause you, I unlike care about... you care about looks way, <laughs> way, way too much. Um, so I tend to find younger men attractive. Okay. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely don't care that much what the guy looks like. Yeah. Yeah. I care about what I look like. And you look great. <laughs> and I think that the men care what women look like. Oh, absolutely. And I think that that's really important to them. So I spend a lot of time on like facial regimes. We, skin need, regimes. we need to, one of our next podcasts is going to be profile, like what you set up and how you have your pictures and what you focus on. Okay. And what you also look for in those pictures. But I don't feel like we can have time to get into that today. So No, no, not today. Next time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yes. So we were talking about why I date younger men. And yet yeah. I talked about pulling out a checkbook. So maybe that's part of my problem is I need to know my audience. Do you want to be the provider in the relationship? Do you feel like that's part, like in the back of your mind, are you subtly wanting to take care of the man? I was surprised when you said you find Bumble to be too feminist. Yeah. Because I think part of what I'm seeking in a partner is someone who highly values women and doesn't, and sees women as equal. And I feel like that's another place where me wanting to pay on a date is you don't have to provide. I am fine on my own. I'm not looking for you to, to take care of me. Dude, I am fine on my own. Yes. I make good money. Yes. I'm completely self-sufficient. I don't want someone to think that I need them. Nobody thinks that. And that has nothing to do with whether you pay or they pay. This is just about how they value you. And if, and trust me, Mm -hmm. men, the way men think, Mm -hmm. the amount of money they spend on the date matters. So I need to start ordering more. 
you, you could. <laughs> or picking places that aren't sports bars. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I have been to every steakhouse in Northern Virginia. I haven't been on a single day to a steakhouse. <laughs> okay. Whew. So yeah. is that because I'm not demanding that they pay or I'm just settling for younger guys who don't have jobs? <laughs> I think it's both. Okay, <laughs> that's something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, men do attach value to the amount of money that they spend. Okay. And I Do also, you believe me, though? I need some time to process that and work through okay. that. I don't, I'm not saying that I disagree with you, but that's so outside of my experience comfort so far. Area. And my comfort, for sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm not saying that I'm not feminist or that I'm not, you know. So one hard thing with the podcast is you can't the see the eye roll. <laughs> the text. There might have been an eye roll that accompanied the word or that feminist. I don't think that women are like as equally capable or smart or any of these things. Like, Clearly. obviously I do. Yes. I think that it doesn't mean that you can't also believe that there are biological differences between men and women and yes. that these are driven by science-based hormones and, you know. Did you study real... psychology? I did. Okay. <laughs> Clearly like, you got much more out actual, of your degree <laughs> than Actual I real differences. And I think that, that to deny that there are real differences is kind of being a little bit naive. I'm, I am naive. I, will, I, will <laughs> wait. I also am not saying denying that there are real differences. I'm not even aware of the differences that you're speaking about now. So when I'm saying that, when you ask, do I believe you? I believe that that has been studied. I believe that there's research to sure to show that. I believe that if I change my approach, I likely will have a different experience. Right. But it's so outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Don't buy into all the hype that people say like, oh, women should be strong and women, you know, you can pay for that. No, don't do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn it. Changes everything. <laughs> Although I did before we got together, thought that I lost my credit card, and so I wasn't gonna let you pay. So there's that. That's not the same. Uh -huh. You have to let men pay on dates. That's not the same as okay. letting your friend pay. God. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm learning a lot tonight. Thank you. <laughs> oh man. So speaking of paying. One of the things I noticed between your apps and mine is mine are free. <laughs> are yours? No. Tell me, tell me. So I know match costs money. Match costs I know money. Hinge is free. You just have to remember your login and password. Which Hinge, I will, it Hinge is cost free. Hinge is free. Okay. What's the league? The league is an exclusive. It sounds exclusive. I want in. Elitist dating app. No, it's not. That requires you to link into your LinkedIn profile, connect your LinkedIn profile. They have a waiting list. They have to approve you. They require a certain level of success. And how expensive is it? Um, there is a free version, like a freemium version. Did you say freemium? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm learning it's a, a tech. Lot. It's a tech phrase. A tech phrase, which I know nothing about. There we go. But you only get three matches a day, but they're high quality. Like the people are. They? are well, the people are actually they are legitimately successful. And it links to your actual LinkedIn profile. They they make you LinkedIn link link to your LinkedIn profile to verify who you are and then it pulls your title and who you are from there, but nobody can see your LinkedIn profile. Like they can only And see they wouldn't the know your end. connections. No, no, okay. no. None of that shows. I like that it's called the league. I'm really into sports, so I feel like that in many ways appeals to me. It appeals to men too. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> and again, with the masculine energy over here. Um, 
Damn. Okay. And yeah. how expensive is it? I mean, like I said, there's a free version. So you can do it for free, but you'll have to be on the wait list for longer. They check out your profile and then they decide if you get it immediately or if you wait in a couple weeks. Before but if it appeals to men, you. aren't they then looking for more women um, who are successful, who they want to pair with these successful men? I don't know. I waited one day and I got in. But you paid? I did not. Okay. I got in immediately. But that's because you're fancy yeah. and crazy successful. But I think I it's funny know. that I will not pay for an app, but I also won't let a man pay for me. So I know. There, there are a couple <laughs> things that we're going to have to work through over the course of this, but interesting. Yeah. I can send you the, the referral link. And then we'll see how many days it takes. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, this public interest lawyer seven years later. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. it's, it's a lot more successful or it's, it's a lot more prevalent in LA and New York. And what's the ease of use? I know one oh, of the things that easy. I, is it? Yeah. Okay. Is it, it's an app just like, just like, Bumble. yeah. Bumble or, you know, match or whatever. It was okay. created by a Stanford MBA who was, she was frustrated by the matches that she was getting on these other date, dating apps. And she wanted like an exclusive app for the types of men that she was looking for. Who would pay for dinner at Steakhouse. <laughs> who would go to Steakhouse and take her out. Okay. So when you're on these, <laughs> these exclusive apps that I yes. don't even have access to, um, what gets your attention in the profile? What are you looking for? I immediately go to job. Okay. I, 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 do you, do I do. you filter by job or you just look at job title? Like you white out the pictures or like don't look at what they look like. You, you, just you can't filter by job, but I, I scroll down and I look at what they do. So I look at their age and mm -hmm. their job because I do get a lot of older men who send me messages for whatever reason. Okay. So if they're above a certain age or if they look really old, I won't yeah. message back. And I guess that's for me. I would date someone who's older, but not who looks older. Right. Like I, I, I'd be willing to go 10 years up in age 10 and I, I'll go eight to 10 years down. Yeah. I'll go 10 years up, but I will only go like four years down, yeah. maybe three. Okay. Yeah. So you have a narrower age range in profile, a narrower job expectations. Yeah. Seems like you're going on some higher quality dates. I am probably. Seems like you have a more yes. articulable. That's a word, right? Sure. List. <laughs> Why not? Another eye roll. You can't catch over the microphone. Um, you can articulate what it is that you're looking for in a way that I'm just not quite there. I, I, many, many times when I match with people, they say, what is it you're looking for? Yeah. And I'm able to share it with gentlemen that I'm talking to in a way that like you are able to say, yeah, okay, I want something, that's but, fine. but I think it's super simple. I want something real. I want someone who I have something in common with, someone who I can be myself with. I feel like, but these, I, these are still general things that everybody, I'm still so complaining. Of course, I'm still interested. Everybody wants this, right? Everybody wants a relationship that's real with a person who's good to their kids. Are you saying I'm too generic? I'm saying you need to really kind of narrow down the qualities and the things that you want. I did match with someone who I knew his professional job based on the information that he put on his website that told me he was interested in big ladies. <laughs> oh my god! So, oh my gosh, we maybe, have to talk about sex. Maybe we being, have to have a sex episode. Or, oh my gosh! Or I've had or the I craziest, ask, the mm -hmm. craziest sex requests and experiences. Men who want to talk about it. So, so this will be when I'm on vacation, and you can <laughs> you can just stream one on your own. I will be here to listen. I can ask you questions. I ain't talking about sex. Um, and and certainly after I learned of this guy. Oh, and he like. Big ladies. Oh, and big nipples. Oh my 
God. Who says that? I don't know. He did lead off with saying this might be too much. Yeah. And then said that. And I said, I think you're right. It was too much. (laughs) (laughs) And then I did. I ran across him on another app. So I, I met him on Hinge exchanged days worth of messages like was super excited but why do you waste your time doing things like that because then i can screen out the people that only want big labias because (laughs) i i'm i i feel like there was a disconnect between what he and i were looking for on a dating site right because he was definitely looking for sex which is great but is that how you're going to sell it to someone can't you tell right off the bat when I couldn't for that? But I can kind of but tell. after three days of, of messaging and getting to that point, like I appreciated his honesty. Yeah. If a guy's not pretty direct pretty quickly and asks to get on the phone or asks for a date pretty quickly, I get a little bit annoyed and frustrated. Okay. And I'll either tell him that let's get on the phone or, and actually don't like to do that because I want the guy to take initiative and I want to see that he knows how to be. How to move the ball, if you will. Yeah. I want, okay. I want, to, I want to see that he can be direct and confident and I assertive. tend to be the direct one. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. This is the masculine energy <laughs> that we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. So if he's not asking me to get on the phone, then I kind of start to lose interest. So I'm talking to a number of guys now who are fine and good and I'm interested in meeting up with. But I've had my kids nonstop. Normally the custody schedule is a little bit different. That's but fine. Because of working things. I've had five days straight of not having any openings or opportunity to see people. Right. And I feel like all of them have been patient about not like pressuring to get together. Yeah. And I mean, at this so age, good. They, they should expect that. But I still should be making time for phone calls is what you're saying. Or like a, a FaceTime video or something so that I can see them. They can see me. We can well, see how we vibe. No. <laughs> no. Your kids come first. So whatever is going on doing it right (laughs) whatever's going on in your day with your children all of that is number one in your life but we're also at a point where you are working from home so if you had to take a call Mm -hmm. you could do that without your boss one or two doors down able to hear every single word i'm in the office full time yeah no that is hard so i do i do i can i can squeeze in calls during the day yeah with with men like dating calls, but I can also do calls at night after I put my kids down. So, so I'll sometimes have calls at like nine thirty or ten. This is another way we're different. I fall asleep when my kids do. So come <laughs> eight o'clock, I'm not up for a phone call because I'm asleep. You can't like stay awake if you know that you have a call scheduled with a man. I won't even a schedule a call because sometimes my kids don't go down easily, and sometimes they want more stories, and sometimes I'm cranky you, you gotta... after bedtime. Bedtime's hard for me. I know. It does suck, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really think my best foot forward of talking to someone is going to be like after like a day. Well, yeah. Work I was going to say seven hours of trying to get my kids to fall asleep. That might be an exaggeration, but some days it feels like that. Yeah. And I'm so tired that I don't feel like then I can put my best foot forward of. So you have no time during the day at all because you're in your office with your boss next door or with your kids. The, in the one evening. time I did have a phone call during the day with someone who I had just met online. I'm super excited that he wanted to have a call. I went down to my car and I actually ran a quick errand. Um, oh, that works. And in that five minute phone call, I realized he cut me off three times and he was kind of condescending. When I told him something about myself, he corrected me and said that wasn't the way I should be in a way that just made me realize like, Wow, you've cut me off three times and you don't like what I have to say. Yeah. Um, That's why getting on the phone is so valuable. Yes. So maybe I need to schedule in more time in my day. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) 
Because you can text all day long for days and days and days, but it's a waste of time. And I'm super judgy over text. Yeah. If people Overly don't spell judgy. things right, <laughs> if they don't. Oh, I did. I know. I matched I know. with someone and I said, I used the wrong there. And I sent the message. I've seen that a lot. And then I went back because I realized I did it wrong and I apologized. And he was like, you don't know how many points you got. That was amazing. I'm so grateful that you just did that. And I feel like he was probably just as judgy as me. And he wasn't going to message me back if he'd noticed my mistake and I hadn't. Ooh. Is that a match made in heaven? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> or maybe not. I try to let things like that go, but it does get on my nerves. As two lawyers, I, I I hear you, I relate to you, I understand what you're saying, yes. but not all men are going to be as good with grammar. And spelling? And spelling, yeah. Oh, spelling matters. I know. My grandma was an English teacher. Like, I want, I want perfect grammar. I want yeah. perfect speech. You are lucky that in this area, it is so hyper-educated, and yes. there's so many people, mm-hmm. like, even the common layperson is hyper-educated here, yeah. so... Even the the unemployed guys you're dating probably went to college. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I had another question about dating profiles um, of what your, gets your attention. Are there things that you see on dating profiles that right away you know this is not for me? Um, I'm thinking of some letters that frequently come up. Oh, God. There's so many things. Like the ENM? What's ENM? Ethically non-monogamous. What? No. What are you talking about? Have you not seen this? No. Oh, it's everywhere. So a lot of people use... Maybe not on the... Maybe not on on the The fancy... The league. (laughs) Maybe those guys are out of the league. Clearly. (laughs) No. So on Bumble, at least, and I guess not on Stir, but yes, on Hinge, there's a lot of acronyms that people use. Like M-K-N-M is no kids not married or never no kids never married. So tell me what you think about those men. The, kid, the, the men who have not been married. How much time do we have? <laughs> Just quickly. <laughs> the, the nutshell version is. Because we're both in our 40s. Yes. And, almost. Yeah. <laughs> we're both in our 40s. or almost in our 40s. Yes. And we both are dating men who are around this age. Yes. And so I expect a man who is 40 and above to have been married. And if he hasn't, I think there's something wrong with him. You see it as a red flag. I do. Okay. I don't see it as a red flag, but I want an explanation for that. And so what, what's a good explanation for the, not having been married? One of the last guys I dated was in an eight-year relationship, had a child with a woman. They were engaged, but they just hadn't gotten married. Why not? I am no longer <laughs> dating him, so I will not see, give him the benefit of no, the doubt. There's no good explanation. And also, why I, did you why did you have a child with her but didn't marry her? See, I don't there's feel no, comfortable no. asking that question. Why not? Because clearly I have weird expectations when it comes to what's appropriate and what's not. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to get back to the ENM. Ethically non-monogamous. Monogamous. And it's people who are in a long-term relationship or even married. And they're ethical about it? And are ethical because their full-time partner knows that they are seeing other people. Why is that called ethically non-monogamous? I think that it makes them feel better. (laughs) Okay. Um, Instead of like, so they're online trying to meet other people to have sex with, even though they have a partner. Or recently I found someone who said I'm ethically non-monogamous looking for a full-time partner or looking for my main partner that I could cheat on. Or like the way they they formed it, like almost sounded, uh, it wasn't normal, but. They were just so straightforward. Why have I not come across any of this? Because you're too classy, I guess. 
I did have, and what I do like is when people put it out there right away, because then you know what you're getting and you can say, yes, that's for me or dear God, no. <laughs> I matched very, very early on when I first started getting on a website with some guy who was in Tyson's, like every single time it said he was like within a mile or two of me. I thought how convenient to have somebody who like is similar in space and time and it wouldn't be driving on the beltway or going up to Maryland, yeah. God forbid. Yeah. Um, and I thought, oh, this is neat. Like we could easily meet up for drinks. So we were in similar places. And then he was like, you know, I have a long-term partner, but she knows I'm out there looking for other people and you seem really interesting and I'd love to get to know you. And also I said, except that's not at all what I want. I don't want to be the side chick. Yes, I'm cute. No, I don't deserve that. Um, and I said, really appreciate it, but that's not my thing. Right. And he was like, well, let me talk to you about it. Let me like get to know you and you're super cute. And I really like your energy. And I think I can convince you of this. Oh and God. I was so upset that someone wanted to tell me why he knew better than me. Right. Of what it is that I wanted in my life right. as a partner. Right. So what happened? How'd you shut it down? I said, no, thank you. And just stopped messaging. Him. Good. Yeah. Good for you. Thank you. And good for you for knowing your worth and for knowing what you want and for telling him. So I don't know much about what I want, <laughs> but I know I don't want that. <laughs> good. And thank you. I appreciate it. I definitely do not want to be in that kind of relationship. Yeah. That would not be for me at all. No. Yeah. I'm super jealous. Like if I was in a relationship and my man wanted to bring in another person, I would have a major problem with it. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> me too. See, we have so much in common. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> so that's interesting. But as far as things that I see on profiles that are red flags for me or whatever, like men who post pictures of themselves, like, lifting weights or working out or without a shirt on. Meanwhile, I often see the shirtless pictures and I'm like, thank you for letting me know what there is out there. And thank you for letting me know how you look. Wait, you like that? I don't mind it. Oh, you don't? See, to me, that's a little unclassy. I agree it's not classy. What I value is when it's done in a classy way. How, how can that be classy? Like a picture with you, like, friends at the beach and they all happen to be wearing your bathing suit not just the like Why this is me flexing <laughs> and did that man get consent from his friends to post their bathing suit pictures? So, so i would like this podcast to go on for a couple more hours because one of the other things <laughs> that i would like to do is to create a dating app where you can match with someone or their friends from their pictures isn't that called facebook no no no, no but you don't know if they're single or they're interested or whatever so, okay so people to post pictures like, on how many profiles do you go on and you see multiple men in the pictures? Some. Not that many. Because as the men get older, they, they have, don't have fewer, any friends. fewer and fewer <laughs> friends in their photos. One of, I was, I matched with somebody today and he was super attractive and his friends were super attractive. Okay. Where sometimes you'll match with people and be like, wow, you're attractive and you really stand out from your friends because they're unattractive. But <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to date someone and then if that doesn't work out to meet his friends who are really attractive and, and also hopefully single. You're not taking them from their wives or anything. And then like have that as a possibility. I mean, sure. I'm sure he'd be pissed. But Which yes. is why I want to create an app where you could match with the person or with their friends in the pictures. Would you be okay if he hooked up with your friend? Absolutely not. That's why I only put my friends in the pictures who, no, but I'm not saying like That's I'll funny. match with you and then move on to your friend. It's that I'm on your profile but I find your friend more attractive. Can I just click on a link to get to that friend? Why would you be okay? Why would you think that it'd be okay to match with his friend, but you wouldn't be okay with him matching with your friend? Oh no, that'd be fine. If, oh. it's, if we met each other and then he tries to date a friend of mine after we've already connected. 
but I mean to make the initial connection. So maybe what I need to do is some like in-person dating instead of just <laughs> matching online and living in this fantasy world. Right. Okay. Which we've done a little bit of. We have. So we went to a bar. And it's funny because we met up after each of us had had a date. And we were having a wonderful time analyzing. Our Neither dates. date was all that good. Both of our dates sucked, which is why we met up fairly early Yeah, in Tyson's Corner, which is in a central location in Northern Virginia in Fairfax County. Mm-hmm. And we went to this bar. We hung out, had a great time. There, there were lots this... of people around our same age, very attractive, yes. good drinks, good food. Yes. It's, it's, a, it's a very nice bar. There was this really cute man at the bar right next to me mm-hmm. and I looked at him and I thought this is her type this is Crystal's type she loves this man yeah. uh, she was not wrong <laughs> and so but I then you really connected with him like, I, I felt like you had this good re- no I only talked to him to get him to come over to talk to you which he did and, and it was a lovely night I had no interest in that man whatsoever he's not as you know he is not my type because I did we not. have different types we yes. have very different types and so I just leaned over and I said, hey, what are you working on? He was on his laptop because he was cute and professional and young. Or checking his sports scores, but okay. Whatever he was doing, I, don't, I didn't care. <laughs> so what are you working on? What are you eating? Blah, blah, blah. I can't Didn't remember. you start eating his spinach dip? I did. I started eating his food. <laughs> Again, with the men paying for you. Yes. He offered to buy us a drink. Do you remember, remember that? that? Yeah, he did. No, I had said I wasn't drinking anymore. And then oh. he'd offer And you were like, well, if you're not having one, I won't have one. Right. Yeah. So So clearly I am playing this game wrong. (laughs) But that brings us back to the point of men that have not been married. Yes. And men that don't have kids. Yes. I'm at a point point. right now where I feel like I would have a hard time connecting with a man who doesn't have kids. I'm totally with you. I am not at a place where I want to have more biological children of my own. Same here. I would love to date someone who has their own kids because I always want to have more kids and I want to have a bigger family. Same here. But I don't want to open up my body for the horror that is being pregnant. (laughs) The horror. 100% 100% with you. We're, so, we're on the same page as far as that goes. So I feel like most men who have wanted to have, have a kid at this time in their life probably have. Yep. So if there's someone who wants to have a kid yep. of their own, yep. then I'm not the girl. Right. Like they can. Oh, I, I would let them super know. Super open. I let, yeah. I let men know off the bat. Yes. Yeah. Especially if their profile says open to having children. I'm like, I'm not having children. <laughs> I'm open. And that's the thing that I want to change the profile. So maybe on the league or on match with these other ones I could specify. The free ones don't let you. I'm open to your children becoming my children. Sure. Or welcoming your children. Yes, there are different categories. And I'm open to fostering kids. And I would be open to adopting. But I'm not open to biologically. See what I mean? About you being principled and values-driven and amazing and and volunteering and all these things. Yes. I I wouldn't do that. Because (laughs) you're smarter than I am. But I feel like if it's a man who hasn't been married or hasn't had kids, they're going to have a hard time understanding and relating i know and even just making time for me saying my priority right now is my kid's sporting event or my priority is you're kind of i mean it's hard to say and hard to understand it unless you have kids but like you're number two like my kids yeah things and everything and i would expect to be number two priority you exactly for your kids but not to your job which is another (laughs) thing where i think we would have a difference i would want kids first me second job third actually i think that's the right order Okay. As important as my job is to me, I, I, I'm with you. And as important as a job is to any potential partner for you, you'd mm-hmm. still expect that. Yes. Would you expect your partner to put their job below you and your kids? Um, Eventually. I would expect them to put their kids first. Yes. And be able to juggle me and their job. Okay. So you're tied for membership. <laughs> That's the 
the other thing that I really like the idea of dating somebody who has a similar custody schedule. Yeah. Because I have loved having time away from my kids. I, I miss them terribly. You know what? It's, it makes me feel so guilty. Do you feel guilty about how much you enjoy the time away from your kids? Uh, yes. I, <laughs> I do feel guilty. I also, I miss them so much. I that, do too. That... Yeah, I don't fully enjoy the time away because I sure. wonder what they're doing, and I wish that they were there. Yeah, and I take pictures of things because the dog will fall asleep in a silly position. I'm like, they have to see this, right? Which really they don't, but I will make them watch the video. Of everything. <laughs> um, but it's been so nice to feel like I'm human. Again. So nice. I have hobbies. So nice. Oh Apart my from my kids, I the first couple of weeks when my kids started spending time with their father, I was like bereft. Yeah. I was. I didn't know what to do with myself. I wish I, I knew lonely. you were going through this. So the other thing we have in common is this happened at the same time for us. It did. And yeah. we didn't know that know. both of us were going through this. I know. <sighs> but it, it was, you know, once I kind of figured out like, okay, I need to just get my life together and figure out what I'm going to be doing. And I started spending time with my friends. I was going to say, what did you do? Separate apart from, from privileged dating, which is we are very privileged and yes. we are dating. Yes. And probably the focus of this podcast is dating. What did you do in the, those first couple of weekends? How did you fill your time? So or how did you get through it? So I have a good friend from law school who lives in the area. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time at her house. Yes. <laughs> too much time at her house. Not too much. <laughs> and is she single? Is she married? Oh, is... she's married and has kids. Her marriage is intact. And she is What's awesome. What's that like? <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, you know, I think I, I, I realized over the course of several weekends that I was spending more time with her and her kids when my kids were there and yes. I was like this is not fun you know like you need a break from kids maybe I I, I not I want to spend time just, with her yes and maybe her husband too he's fun but not her kids yeah so she was the one who pushed me to go do online dating she's like this is how people are meeting this mm-hmm. is totally normal do this you're Which you is have interesting because I met my ex-husband through online dating oh but it was back when you were dating on a computer you'd have to upload the pictures from your camera to a computer and like click with a mouse that's how I did it wait <laughs> You're not on your phone? No, I'm on my phone. But okay. I am I am like for a tech lawyer, I'm very techno technically illiterate. Okay. <laughs> so we won't let your employer know about this podcast. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. This will be fine. this will be this just will between our secrets. Yeah. Um that's really interesting. Yeah. No, it was hard. It was a hard transition and I definitely um it took time for me to figure out that like I need to get back into my yoga classes and I need to figure out what I like to do with my time because you know, my life was so much about my kids for 13 years. Yeah. Right. Like I remember somebody asked me what book I was reading and I was like, well, for about five years, all I was reading was parenting books, yes. and baby books. And, you know, have you read any good books lately? Um, so I went through this phase where I was reading, uh, social statistics books. That like, sounds Malcolm awesome. Gladwell. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I do love that. Malcolm Gladwell okay. type book. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be um, a little judgy there. <laughs> Um, but recently not so much. I've been so busy like yeah. with work and with dating. Dating's like a dating is a full time job. job. Yeah, it's it's intense. So I just want to touch on what I did, um, because I ended up have, being okay when I didn't have my kids, but I dreaded it. So I could fill the time when I wasn't with them. Yeah. But I, I was so sad when they were about to leave me that I realized like I was not the happy mom I wanted to be around them. Right. Because I was dreading saying goodbye. Aww. So I started, my um, cousin lives locally, and he is a really good cyclist. And so I got a bike. And every Saturday when they went to their dad's house, I would go cycling with my cousin. And we I went from 
never riding more than three to five miles to riding for 20 miles on, on a Saturday with him. That's a lot. And it was so much fun. And it was time with my cousin, who I adore and love spending time with. Yeah. And time outside. Is he and younger? Is he He's single? younger. Okay. He's single. Sorry, he's out of your age range. He's 26. <laughs> um, but he's so nice. And he's just somebody who's fun to be around. Yeah. And I didn't know, how do you cycle on the WNOD? How do you signal? How do you slow down? Like, I, right, I, right. I've only ever ridden a bike when I was a little kid. Right. So it was so much fun to get into That's this awesome. new activity. And I look forward to it so mm -hmm. much. So I started doing Saturdays with him. And then when I said bye to the kids on Friday, when I dropped him off at school, I knew I had something to look forward to. Yay. And then I started going for walks with one of my friends every Sunday before I got them. So I had something else that was outdoors that was connecting with people. This has been during COVID. So it's been crazy to like, yeah, I want to go on a date with someone, but I don't feel comfortable taking a mask off and being in, in a restaurant. So right. like, how do you balance that? So then I went for walks with a friend every Sunday. And then on the weekends that I had the girls, I have a good friend who is also a lawyer who is also divorced. All our friends are lawyers, by the way. Yeah. And a lot <laughs> of our friends are divorced. I, I feel like we're starting a trend or maybe following a trend. Yeah. I think um, it's the season in life that we're in. I think that's right. Um, but I ended up meeting up with a girlfriend every other Monday when I don't have the kids. So okay. after a really fun weekend with them, I have a night out at a really great restaurant with a friend who's an adult who doesn't talk about kids because she has a kid in college. Oh, so then I can so just nice. be a person. And I it's know. a restaurant where she knows the chef and owner. So yeah. that's lovely too, because we get special treats sent over and the drinks are amazing. Oh, so then amazing. I can have a weekend where I'm nothing but kids and look forward to that the next Monday. So do you filter out men who have not been married and don't have kids? I don't, but I have found when I've matched with them, I haven't had as much in common. Okay. Or there's been a surprise. The other thing is I am... Um, I've figured out a very selfish trick okay. is if you're way too involved in your kid's life, you can see them when you don't have custody of them. So in the fall, I coached my daughter in soccer. So I coached her every single Saturday, even on Saturday, she was with her dad. So I would oh, still get to see her on the sure, field. Yeah. And now I am coaching my oldest in basketball. So every other Wednesday, every other Saturday, right. I'm still seeing her. I'm still coaching her. I get to see her interact with her friends. I get to have this great bond with her That's doing awesome. something that I love. Yeah. And it's my eyes on both my kids. Yeah. It's just really, really nice. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. But so back to your question about do I find myself not going for men that are have been married or who have right. kids? My life revolves around my kids. So much of my free time, even without them, is coaching them, is volunteering with them in church, leading them Bible study, different things. So when you're on dates, do you find yourself talking about your kids? Because I don't I never talk about my I kids. don't. I don't want anyone. So how do you know that there is or isn't a commonality there? I think it's not on the dates, but when I've connected with them on apps, the what are you doing or how's your day or what are you up to? Oh. It's often the driving home from practice or helping with homework. Right. Or right. all the mom things, packing yeah. lunches. I feel like any time that I have gotten the kids to school and sat down at my desk when I can like open my phone for the first time yeah, is when like, Hey, well, how, how's your morning? It feels like I just ran a marathon. And so I'll say that yeah. like I successfully got the kids to school and I feel like I'm a winner because it yeah. was a lot of work. No, I think you, th th that's a good point. Like when I'm talking to a guy on an app who has kids, um, I feel like he understands yes. and just gets it. Yes. Right. And there's no apologizing for it, but I have connected with guys who haven't had kids. What's that like? And I almost feel like I need to kind of like restrain myself a little bit when I'm talking about what I've done with my day, not in talking about my kids. Cause I let them know immediately that I have yeah. children. I let everyone know. Yeah. Um, but I kind of, I talk less about the mom side of what I'm doing mm -hmm. and more about like the work side. I guess that's or... fair. I don't really talk about <clears throat> when I'm on a date. I don't want somebody who's more interested in my kids than me. That kind of feels creepy. Right. No, I never talk about my kids. 
And I don't want somebody to know details about my kids or recognize them or see right. pictures. Of, so, so in that regards, my kids are very private. Right. But I think that I am such an, like, I'm clearly a mom. Yeah. And I, I was that way. Well, it's before. a huge part of your identity right it's now. It's part of my identity You're now. young kids. But also it was part of my nature when I was little. Like I'm, I'm a very nurturing, mothering, yeah. um, telling other people how to live. live <laughs> I have always carried around band-aids, even when I was not a mom. So you just have to have those things in your purse and safety pins and, and bobby pins and things. Yeah. Right? Or is that just me? Yeah. Well, and it's um, part of your job. Yes. I don't know if you're comfortable saying like what type of job you do, but that's kind of how you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of how I am. Telling other people how to live their lives. <laughs> while making That's sure funny. they comply with the law. Um, well, I think we've talked about a lot. I think we have some good ideas for what we're going to talk about next. I know. But this is really fun. I know. I 